Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible every year based on the rhythm of the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of October, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 30th day of the month Tishrei, which means that it is Rosh Chodesh Day 1, the first day of the new moon. This week, our Torah portion, which is called the Parasha, is called Noach, meaning Noah. And today, I'll be reading Genesis 7.17 through 18.14. And since it is a new moon today, we'll also have an extra reading from the Torah. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment first to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The flood was forty days on the earth. The waters increased and lifted up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the waters. The waters rose very high on the earth, all the high mountains that were under the whole heaven were covered. The waters rose fifteen cubits higher, and the mountains were covered. All flesh died that moved on the earth, including birds, livestock, animals, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, and every man. All on the dry land, in whose nostrils was the breath of the breath of life, died. Every living thing was destroyed that was on the surface of the ground, including man, livestock, creeping things, and birds of the sky. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those who were with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth 150 days. God remembered Noah, all the animals, and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were closed, and the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters continually receded from the earth. After the end of 150 days, the waters receded. In the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest upon the mountains of Ararat. The waters receded continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were visible. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent out a raven. It went back and forth until the waters were dried up from the earth. He himself sent out a dove to see if the waters were abated from the surface of the ground. But the dove found no place to rest her foot, and she returned into the ark to him. 
for the waters were on the surface of the whole earth. He put out his hand and took her and brought her to him into the ship. He waited yet another seven days, and again he sent the dove out of the ship. The dove came back to him at evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noach knew that the waters were abated from the earth. He waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the six hundred first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth. Noach removed the covering of the ark and looked. He saw that the surface of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry. That was Genesis seven seventeen through eight fourteen, and now our reading for the new moon, Numbers twenty-eight verses eleven through fifteen. At each Rosh Chodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord, two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs a year old without blemish and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering, mixed with oil, for each bull, and two-tenth parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil, for the one ram, and one-tenth part of the fine flour mixed with oil, for a grain offering to every lamb. As a burnt offering of a pleasing aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord, their drink offerings shall be half a hin of wine for a bull, the third part of a hin for the ram, and the fourth part of a hin for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Chodesh throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be offered in addition to the continual burnt offering and its drink offering. That was Numbers twenty-eight eleven through 15. And now our portion today from the prophets is Joshua 10. Now it came to pass when Adonit Zedek, king of Yerushalayim, heard how Yehoshua had taken Ai and had utterly destroyed it, as he had done to Yericho and her king, so he had done to Ai and her king and how the inhabitants of Giv'on had made peace with Israel and were among them, that they were very afraid because Giv'on was a great city, like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all its men were mighty. So Adonit Zedek, king of Yerushalayim, sent to Hoham, king of Hebron, Piram, king of Yarmut, Yafia, king of Lachish, and Devir, king of Eglon, saying, Come, come up to me and help me. Let's strike Givon, for they have made peace with Yehoshua and with the sons of Israel. Therefore the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Yerushalayim, the king of Hebron, the king of Yarmut, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon, gathered themselves together and went up, 
they and all their armies, and camped against Givon, and made war against it. The men of Givon sent to Yehoshua at the camp at Gilgal, saying, Do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us, for all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the hill country have gathered together against us. So Yehoshua went up from Gilgal, he and the whole army with him, including all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said to Yehoshua, Do not fear them, for I have delivered them into your hands. Not a man of them will stand before you. So Yehoshua came to them suddenly. He marched from Gilgal all night, and the Lord confused them before Israel. He killed them with a great slaughter at Givon, and chased them by the way of the ascent of Bet-Horon, and struck them to Azekah and to Makedah. As they fled from before Israel, while they were at the descent of Bet-Horon, the Lord hurled down great stones from the sky on them to Azekah, and they died. There were more who died from the hailstones than those whom the sons of Israel killed with the sword. Then Yehoshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the sons of Israel, and he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand still on Givon, and moon in the valley of Ayalon. The sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation had avenged themselves on their enemies. Is this not written in the book of Yashar? The sun stayed in the middle of the sky and did not hurry to go down about a whole day. There was no day like that before it or after it, that the Lord listened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Yehoshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp to Gilgal. These five kings fled and hid themselves in the cave at Makedah. Yehoshua was told, saying, The five kings have been found hidden in the cave at Makedah. Then Yehoshua said, Roll large stones to cover the cave's entrance and set men by it to guard them. But do not stay there. Pursue your enemies and attack them from the rear. Do not allow them to enter into their cities, for the Lord your God has delivered them into your hand. And it came to pass, when Yehoshua and the sons of Israel had finished killing them with a very great slaughter until they were consumed, that the remnant which remained of them had entered into the fortified cities. All the people returned to the camp to Yehoshua at Makedah in peace. None moved his tongue against any of the sons of Israel. Then Yehoshua said, Open the cave entrance and bring those five kings out of the cave to me. They did so and brought those five kings out of the cave to him the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Yermut, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon. When they brought those kings out to Yehoshua, Yehoshua called for all the men of Israel and said to the chiefs of the men of war who were, went with him, Come near, 
put your feet on the necks of these kings. They came near and put their feet on their necks. Yehoshua said to them, Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord will do this to all your enemies against whom you fight. Afterward, Yehoshua struck them, put them to death, and hanged them on five trees. They were hanging on the trees until the evening. At the time of the going down of the sun, Yehoshua commanded, and they took them down off the trees, and threw them into the cave in which they had hidden themselves, and laid great stones on the mouth of the cave, which remain to this very day. Yehoshua took Makedat on that day, and struck it with the edge of the sword, with its king. He utterly destroyed it, and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining. He did to the king of Makeda as he had done to the king of Yericho. Then Yehoshua passed from Makeda and all Israel with him to Livna, and fought against Livna. And the Lord delivered it also with its king into the hand of Israel. He struck it with the edge of the sword, and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining in it. He did to its king as he had done to the king of Yericho. Then Yehoshua passed from Livna, and all Israel with him, to Lachish, and camped against it, and fought against it. The Lord delivered Lachish into the hand of Israel. He took it on the second day, and struck it with the edge of the sword, with all the souls who were in it, according to all that he had done to Livna. Then Choram, king of Gezer, came up to help Lachish, and Yehoshua struck him and his people until he had left him no one remaining. Then Yehoshua passed from Lachish and all Israel with him to Eglon, and they camped against it and fought against it. They took it on that day and struck it with the edge of the sword. He utterly destroyed all the souls who were in it that day, according to all that he had done to Lachish. Then Yehoshua went up from Eglon and all Israel with him to Hebron, and they fought against it, and they took it, and struck it with the edge of the sword, with its king and all its cities, and all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining, according to all that he had done to Eglon, but he utterly destroyed it and all the souls who were in it. Then Yehoshua returned and all Israel with him to Devil and fought against it, and he took it with its king and its cities. They struck them with the edge of the sword and utterly destroyed all the souls who were in it. He left no one remaining. As he had done to Hebron, so he did to Devil and to its king, as he had done also to Livna and to its king. So Yehoshua struck all the land, the hill country, the south, the lowland, the slopes, and all their kings. He left no one remaining, but he utterly destroyed all that breathed, as the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded. And Yehoshua struck them from Kadesh Barnea, even to Aza, and all the country of Goshen, even to Giron. 
And Yehoshua took all these kings and their land at one time, because the Lord, the God of Israel, fought for Israel. Then Yehoshua returned, and all Israel with him, to the camp at Gilgal. That was Joshua 10. And now, our portion from the writings is Psalm 9. For the chief musician set to the death of the sun, a psalm by David. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, Elion. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish in your presence. For you have maintained my just cause. You sit on the throne, judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The enemy is over, overtaken by endless ruin. You have destroyed their cities. The very memory of them has perished. But the Lord reigns forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in righteousness. He will administer judgment to the peoples in uprightness. The Lord will also be a high tower for the oppressed, a high tower in times of trouble. Those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion, and declare among the people what he has done. For he who avenges blood remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Have mercy on me, Lord. See my affliction by those who hate me, and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show all of your praise. In the gates of the daughter of Zion, I will rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk down in the pit that they made. In the net which they hid, their own foot is taken. The Lord has made himself known. He has executed judgment. The wicked is snared by the work of his own hands. Higayon Selah. The wicked shall turn to Sheol, all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor perish forever. Arise, Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, Lord. Let the nations know that they are only men. Selah. That was Psalm 9. And our final portion for this episode is from the Apostles, and it is Matthew 7. Do not judge so that you will not be judged. For with whatever judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with whatever measure you measure, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not consider the beam that is in your own eye? Or how will you tell your brother, Let me remove the speck from your eye, and behold, the beam is in your own eye? You hypocrite! 
First remove the beam out of your own eye, and then you can see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give that which is holy to the dogs, neither throw your pearls before the pigs, lest perhaps they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or who is there among you who, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, who will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you desire for men to do to you, you shall also do to them. For this is the Torah and the prophets. Enter in by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many are those who enter in by it. How narrow is the gate, and restricted is the way that leads to life. Few are those who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravening wolves. By their fruits you will know them. Do you gather grapes from thorns, or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree produces good fruit, but the corrupt tree produces evil fruit. A good tree cannot produce evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not grow good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will tell me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? In your name cast out demons, and in your name do many mighty works. Then I will tell them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who work iniquity. Everyone, therefore, who hears these words of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. When Yeshua had finished saying these things, the multitudes were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them with authority and not like the Torah teachers. That was Matthew 7, and it concludes our readings for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading 1 Peter 2 today also. 
Well, that's it. Thanks so much for following along with us. I pray that the Word of God will be a blessing for you in your life and in your home, and that it would bear much fruit. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judah here in Israel. Until you hear from us again next time. Thank you.